0: Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, life purpose champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Did you know that thoughts are physical structures that we build on the neurons of our brain? Neuroscientist Dr Caroline Leaf says that our brain is constantly changing as a result of our experiences and our interactions with our environment. Unchecked negative thinking, she says, can cause damage as it upsets the electrical, chemical and quantum balance of the brain. One type of negative thinking is negative self-talk. So today I'd like to offer you three tips which have helped me overcome negative self-talk. Now, when I talk about negative self-talk, I'm not talking about hearing voices in your head or anything strange like that. I'm just talking about the chatter that goes on in our brains, you know, the what ifs, the I'm not good enough," the I did this last time and it didn't work, so it won't work again, that kind of thing. In episode 11 of this podcast, I talked about overcoming negative beliefs. Now, negative self-talk isn't the same as a negative belief, but it can stem from a negative belief. So, going back to my good old faithful story of my fear of catching buses, and I'm sure you're all probably sick of hearing me talk about this by now. And, of course, that's another—that's a little bit of negative self-talk coming from that belief. My fear of catching buses and getting lost that was the belief. The belief was that I would get lost if I caught a bus. The negative self-talk was the whole, you know, what if I miss my bus? What if I get on the wrong bus? What if the bus misses my stop or I miss my stop for some reason? That is all the negative self-talk. There's an ad on TV at the moment for seeking help for anxiety and there's a woman who says to this guy, oh, can you come and see me in my office? And all these thoughts start going through this poor guy's head. Oh, you know, I'm going to get sacked or I'm going to get demoted or all these things, awful things are going to happen. And he walks into this woman's office and she says, oh, I'd like you to work with me on a project. So that's another example of how negative self-talk can get out of control. So my first tip for negative self-talk is write it down. This is particularly good for that type of self-talk which just goes round and round and round in your head like for example when someone says something to you and it upsets you and you for some reason don't say anything to the person at the time and you go home and you think about it and you stew about it and you think oh next time I see that person I'm gonna say blah blah and blah and they're gonna say blah 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 and and on it goes I don't know about you but I've had whole entire discussions in my head without the other person even knowing. I've won and lost arguments in my head without the person even knowing. Sometimes it makes you feel triumphant if you've won the argument or the discussion. Other times it makes you feel bad if you've lost and it's just a whole waste of energy. I remember doing an exercise with a coach and psychologist, Barbara Miller. Hello, Barbara, if you're listening. And it was called Morning Pages. And it was meant to be done every morning as soon as you get up. And it was kind of like the old screen dump we used to do, you know, the control shift print screen, which I guess would now be called a screenshot or screen capture. And it's really just capturing what's going on in your brain. And you just sit there and you write. It's a bit of a stream of consciousness. So I'd sit there and write stuff like, I had a bad dream last night. What does this mean? Or I've got a job interview today. I don't know how I'll go, you know, know, just whatever that's going on in your brain. And you just write it down for 10 minutes. You just sit there and write as fast as you can for 10 minutes. There's no judgment. There's no editing. It just gets the stuff out of your brain. But I've realized that this exercise is also very good for when you've got that round and round stuff going on in your head and you can't shut it up. Just write it down. Because while it's in your head, it has this power to torment you. Whereas Once you write it down, it seems to lose some of its power. Number two, crowd it out. In episode 16 of this podcast, I talked about overcoming fear and loneliness. And just in case you didn't listen to that, I was talking about how loneliness leaves us a lot of room for negative self-talk, and I used to sit sometimes and Think about how things weren't going so well in my life after I left work. My business wasn't going very well. I didn't have any friends. I didn't get out very much. And I'd just get into this downward spiral where I'd get more and more miserable. But if I could find something to crowd those thoughts out, they would go away. So things like work. If you've got something you can really focus on and you have to give 100% of your mind to it. A hobby that you love. Perhaps a book that you can escape into. It's got to be something that you have to put 100% of your thinking power into so those thoughts just don't have a chance to continue going on. That can help for the round and round sort of self-talk, as I mentioned before, but it can also help for the the regular what-ifs, I'm good enough, that didn't work last time, so it won't work this time, that kind of self-talk. I know when I couldn't find a hobby or a work task to keep my mind occupied, I would usually escape into a fantasy book, an epic fantasy like Lord of the Rings or The Wheel of Time or something like that, which just completely took me out of that situation. Tip number three, argue against it. Argue against those negative things that are going around in your head. Argue against that negative self-talk. I was on a coaching call once and I was being coached and I was saying that because I had just finished my coach training, I was having trouble with self-doubt. Oh, well, what can I possibly offer to a client? Or I haven't had any practice. What if I mess up? What if the, the client doesn't like me and wants their money back? That kind of thing. And the person on the coaching call said to me, look, he didn't know I'd been a lawyer. He said, look, pretend you're a lawyer in court and you have to provide evidence to the contrary, evidence to refute those self-doubts. Write it all down. Why wouldn't the people like you? You have had practice. You've been in coaching partnerships with other training coaches. You have had practice. You have skills coaching skills that those people have come to you for, so why would they want their money back if they achieved results? So, yeah, just writing down evidence to the contrary to to refute those thoughts. You can also do it as pros and cons, so you can write down the thoughts and then you can write down all the pros and cons. I've struggled with self-doubt a number of times. When I write my book, before I started writing, I thought, why would anyone want to read something I wrote? Why would anyone want to pay for a book that I wrote? You know, this is just me. This is just my life story. You know, some little idea that I've got. Why would anyone want to listen to that or read that? And then I said that to other people and they said, look, you have a story that is unique. It's your story. You have an idea that may not be unique, but you've got a unique way of presenting it. Why wouldn't people want to read that? you can ask other people for their input and often they can see things in a different light to what you see it. And the most recent was when I started this very podcast. I remember saying to my podcasting coach, what happens if people don't like it? What if I record it and do all this work and no one downloads it? What if I run out of topics? Well, people are still downloading it. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I haven't run out of topics yet. So fight that self-talk with all you've got and you'll beat it. Now, before I go, I've got a question for you. My little budgie maestro was singing so prettily that I didn't have the heart to shut the door. So tell me, do you like maestro in the background or do you not? Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose, Quiz and Resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.PurposeVisionFuture.com That's PurposeVisionFuture.com